You're listening to the SFL Podcast. Hey, hey. So we are one week away from SFL Conference. It is not too late to sign up. Keisha, are you excited? Oh my gosh. I am so excited. I've been talking to women every day. Um, I've been talking to women that are inviting women still, that are excited, right. that are asking how they can help. It's, it's, we're, I will be completely honest with y'all because it's, it's y'all and I can do that. <laughs> Yesterday I looked at the calendar and in my brain, because we're so busy, I was like, I still have plenty of time. In my brain, I wasn't even so sure it wasn't like still four weeks away. Right. And yesterday I looked at the calendar and I was like, holy crap. (laughs) We are two weeks away from SFL. And I text Kelsey and I was like, Kelsey. Oh, my gosh. She's over our creative stuff. She is. She is over our design When you walk in and then you go, wow, we are going to thank Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, I panicked a little bit yesterday. Right. But, um, Me too. Know. I try not to think about it. That's I how I handle stress. <laughs> I don't. You should. I should. <laughs> My but husband thinks I should, too. <laughs> that's hilarious. Polar opposites. Right. So, yeah, that's what Keisha's doing right now. She's kind of panicking. A and little bit. I'm ignoring it. Exactly. She's over there living her best life. <laughs> Cass, what do you want to do today? <laughs> But um, no, I'm excited. We're we're uh, it's it's kind of been good this week because I have been able to slow down. The kids are at camp. Right. Uh, Peyton and Pecos are at Brook Hill in Arkansas, and um, they're there. They'll be have been there. They go. Monday. Stella's an only child. She is. And at first, she cried. The first 20 minutes after they left, she had an all-out breakdown. What was she gonna do? How was she gonna live? Like just so <laughs> dramatic. She's never and then experienced th- this. Yeah. And then three hours later, she was like, "This is the." She reminds me of uh, Tangled when she gets down. She's like, I'm the worst person. Best day ever. Exactly how Scylla was. So we're really excited about SFL, but you can still register. So if you haven't done that, you can visit dcctx.church and then find uh, the SFL under our like what we've got going on tab and um you can still register so we if you haven't and you want to come we would love to see you there yeah so um i'm really excited too just about what we're going to talk about today because it really ties in with just prepping for sfl getting ready getting our our minds right Right. getting our because you really have to be very um what is the word I'm looking for? I have it on a bracelet. Intentional? Yeah. You have to be intentional about getting your mind right. Right. And, exactly. you know, and so it's it really, not going to just happen. No, it's not. And I feel like for me personally, I feel like it's something that I should do all the time, but I yeah. get busy and I have to make it intentional to say, we're two weeks away from SFL. Get it, like get it together. Right. For two weeks, I'm gonna have to be intentional to focus on nothing but SFL, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, I love what we're gonna talk about about just getting our minds right. right. And what and we're feeding to me, ourselves. It's sort of um, in prepping for SFL, and while we're because we're our conference theme this year is fearless, and one of the things, if you saw our video, was. Um, you know, we had our friend Brittany, she painted an abstract painting for us and it was kind of chaotic. 
Mm-hmm. And then you have like in the middle of this chaos, you have this like nice, crisp, fearless. Mm-hmm. And so to us, it's like, you know, the world is chaotic. Your life may be chaotic. There may be a lot of crazy happening around you. But how can you be fearless in one way is like Keisha said, you got to fix your mind. Yep. And so in talking and praying, I just keep seeing this more and more where people are, you know, like we say all the time, they're going through depression, they're going through anxiety. And and what is an answer as a Christian? When we look at the chaos, how do we respond? And um, one of the things that I think is such a good disciplinary thing for you to do. Like we were talking about this, we're talking about like fixing your mind on things and getting your mind right. And we were like, well, what do you call that? And I kept saying, well, I want to call it a discipline because it's like any other discipline. Whenever you, you have to train yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not going to naturally do these things. You're not. And a lot of people quit because it's hard to do something that's kind of unnatural yeah. to what your flesh wants to do. Mm-hmm. But you have to put your flesh in check yep. and say, no mind, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Like you, you can sit down, take a, take a, take a back seat because yeah. this is the direction that we're going. And in um, Philippians chapter four, it ends, which four is the last chapter of Philippians. And so it's a letter to the Philippian church And he ends it and it says, my Bible breaks it down to say final exhortations. And I'm going to move over to my, uh, to my Bible app because I had written it all down in the NLT. Do you have it, Keish? I have it up. Which one are you? Are you looking for NLT? Yeah. Go ahead and start in verse so Philippians 4 4 starts with always be full of joy in the Lord I say it again rejoice let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do remember the Lord is coming soon right and then um I feel like too I mean you could go on to 6 and 7 which says do not don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done and then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus right and so you have this opening thing of this discipline of being joyful and, and then, like, allowing God's peace to reign in your life. And how do you do that? And one of the things that I pick up when I read these verses, and I think is such a good discipline, is gratitude. Because it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And yeah. I think a lot of the times, we as Christians, we get into our worry ruts. Yeah. And then we um, we can't get out of it because our mind is on our worry loop. Well, this is happening. So then this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And you get into like this hamster wheel of worry and mm-hmm. you feel like anxious. And that's where you get like panic attacks. You can't get out of that. How do you break out of the hamster wheel? Yeah. And the Bible verse right here is giving you that answer with prayer, petition and thanksgiving. Yeah. Gratitude. Yeah. And sometimes you have to, you have to like stop the worry, get on your knees and start thanking God for something. Yeah. Because a lot of us, we like to come to God with our pity prayers. Lord, do you see my situation? 
you know, and, and that has a moment. Like, I'm not saying that that's not valid because the Bible says that the Lord captures all of our tears and he stores them up. Yeah. He sees that. He sees your hurt. He wants to, he, he's, he's there with you. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is comforter to those who are suffering. But a lot of the times, if you want to jump out of that wheel of worry and just like suffocating this, you have to start with, Lord, I thank you that the sun rose today. Yeah. You got to find something. Something to be thankful for. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as you start that, you maybe just grab onto something that's something like, well, God, I woke up today. God, I have another mm-hmm. day. And then that grows and you begin to be more thankful and then you grow this spiritual discipline. But you don't do that like naturally. Like you're not naturally going to want to just be thankful all the time. No. Especially in this culture that we live in, you know, which we constantly talk about this culture, this culture. But really, it truly affects everything that we do. Right. You know, it affects, you know, what's being pushed for us to watch, what's being pushed for us to listen to. And we have got to be intentional to make the point to say, like, that's not, that's not, that's not how I'm going to live. Right. And, you know, we live in this clickbait culture. Yeah. And so it's clickbait-ish. You know, you're going to get more likes on your Facebook post. You're going to get more this. You're going to get more that if you come at it from a negative standpoint, I think a lot of the times. Yeah. Then a thankful standpoint. Yeah. You know, we have this like victim mindset where um, we just want to praise people and like get down in the dirt with them or whatever. But sometimes you need a friend to say, hey, we're not going to do this today. Yeah. You know, we're going to we're going to get up. We're going to be thankful. We're going to change the atmosphere and we're going to do it through praise. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, um, which I don't even know that, you know, if you could even go into eight, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's talking about fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. And think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. But these days, you have to work. You define them. <laughs> you do. You have to work to find those things. You have to work to find what is lovely, what is pure, what is. And that's what I think we're going to go into t- to today. Mm-hmm. I hope that when you leave here from this conversation, you have a plan of how you can go about working at finding what is pure, what is true, what is honorable, what is right, so that you can fix your mind. Right. To not have to worry, to not have to be in a constant state of defense. Right. You know, but that you get to live free and, um, you know, and walk in all that God has for you. Right. You know, I agree. You know, um, I was telling you earlier, it reminds me of like when a few years ago you went through that like health journey. Mm -hmm. And so in case you guys don't know. Keisha was having, I, what problems were you having? I don't even know. It'd be like easier to tell you Swelling, what knuckles, yeah. and things like <laughs> it was that. all the things. So um, I was having, like I was blacking out. Um, I had my joint swelling. I had, um, it really and truly, it was so, I was exhausted all the time. I was tired. My hair was falling out. My face yeah, was breaking like out. It wasn't like obvious. Yeah. Like to me, to looking you, yeah. at you, I wouldn't have been like, that's obvious that yeah. you're, you're uh, not healthy right yeah. now. Yeah. I was internally but you knew suffering. something was wrong. Oh, absolutely. 
And um, if you follow me on Instagram, or even if you don't and you go and do, you'll see that um, I had had an explant done. I had had implants done quite some time ago, and um, I took those out. It changed my life. And before I did that, I went about just changing um, a lot of things, uh, what I ate, what I put in my body. Um, I beca- Honestly, I would say I started that probably when I was pregnant with Pecos, and Pecos is eight. So I've been on this eight-year journey right. of holistic health, um, you know, changing everything in my house. And like you said earlier, I mean, that could be a whole podcast in itself, but just to simplify it, it was just literally being intentional on what I put on, on and in my body. Right. And And it changed my life. Exactly. And so her health has changed, but I was telling her, it reminds me a lot of like what this verse is saying. Yeah. And also what we need to practice spiritually is when we notice that our minds are leading us to like maybe dark places. When you feel like you have like toxicity in your, in your spirit, you have to do like a check. What, what am I letting in? What am I feeding on? Well, and I think that that goes back to what I told you. A lot of people have heard the quote, what you feed on is what you crave. Mm -hmm. And that is so, so true. in not only this aspect of the word and movies and TV and social media, but with what we eat, Mm -hmm. I've noticed that whenever I'm doing really good and I'm eating fruit and vegetables and I'm, and I'm trying to stay away from, you know, breads and carbs and and, yes, I start to notice that I crave those things. Mm -hmm. I crave the good food. I crave a salad. I crave a, you know, um, a cold pressed juice instead of tea or, you know, I tend to crave whatever I'm feeding on. And so when I'm feeding on junk food, I tend to crave Crave junk junk food. food. And so that goes the same for me. This rings so true in TV and music and social media. If I'm feeding on, for instance, I'll get on these binges and watch these like um, you know, series on Netflix. Well, then you crave to watch the next right, one, right. you know, or the song. I noticed that I'll get on like a Texas country kick and I'm wanting, I'm cra- wanting to listen to that, you know, but I, if you make it intentional to change that mm-hmm. and say, okay, I'm not gonna watch that series. I'm going to wa- do these podcasts. You'll mm-hmm. crave what you feed on. You know, and it's it's literally being intentional. I had to stop and say, I'm not going to eat that anymore. Right. And it's a war mm-hmm. because it becomes addictive. It becomes, you know, it's not and as you simple. You go through withdrawals. You do. You like go sugar with sugar withdrawals. Oh, for sure. Sugar is almost it's as addictive as drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know that, but I read a lot into that because I had a sugar addiction. And um, now the least bit of sugar rocks my whole body. So I really can't eat a lot of sugar at all. But um, no, it is literally everything that we do. We have to be so, so, so intentional. And it is a all out war because what we're watching, what we're listening to social media is feeding us bad. Right. I mean, the junk food ads, the, you know, and honestly, in our culture, it really is. I will say this, it's gotten better. It used to not be as, eight years ago, it wasn't as cool to switch to, yes. Mm -hmm. Now you're noticing more products are swapping. So it's easier to find holistic things. Exactly. I was holistic when it wasn't cool. That's what I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) It's still probably not too cool. I seen someone post the other day something about uh, organic is such a, like, you know, 
they're just trying to make money or oh, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, teach Marketing. their own. You know, like, I'm not willing to take the risk. Well, I'm not I going would back. say holistic and organic are even, like, different. They are, to an extent, mm-hmm. I say, because holistic is very natural. Mm-hmm. Everything's very natural. You're trying to stay as close they're to the original product. Brother and sister. Yes. Yes. Only just yeah. because when you're eating, when you're looking for things that are organic, it takes out all the processed mm-hmm. and brings it back to almost its natural state mm-hmm. and most stuff. Anyways, yeah. people would begin to argue with me on that. So I won't go yeah, there. We but. won't because we're not trying to talk about food today, guys. Absolutely not. But that is a good, um, like a good visual yes. for what's happening in your spirit. Yep. Like if you're feeding on like Netflix binges and music, I mm-hmm. learned when I was in high school many times I had to do this. Like, there's just certain music I can't listen to. Yeah. And, like, when I was in high school, I listened to a lot of rap music, like, secular rap music. And then, um, like, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. It's like what you hung, you hunger for what you feed on. Yeah. Now I listen to it and I'm like, what? I know. I cannot I believe I was singing that song. Dude, there's some rap songs now that make me sick to my stomach. Right. And I, and I mean, not because I, like, will go and listen to them, but, like, the other day I... It was a big song on reels. You again, social media feeds it to you, right. and so then I'll get on a kick where I'll start. You only hear that clip on the right. reel, so then that clip is in my head, and I'm walking around singing it. So I'm like, "What is this song?" So I'll go and look it up, and I'm like, "Holy moly!" Dude. I never do that. Yeah, it's I never bad. Look it up. <laughs> don't. You shouldn't. It's bad. Just don't sing it. But I'm real big about too. Like if I make a reel on Josh's Instagram, a lot of time I use rap music or whatever just to make the video cooler with his bulls. And I'll be intentional to go see what that song actually says because I'm not trying to promote. Yeah. You know, junk. junk. So yeah. I use a lot of Christian rap. But anyways. Yeah, and see, even nowadays, there's good Christian rap music out yeah. there. So, I mean, you can find that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, because it says, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think on things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And, you know, I had told Keisha this this whole, like, podcast idea came from a conversation that I had had with um someone that's dear to me and um they were having a a, like a severe like mental episode Mm -hmm. and um they were telling me some of the patterns that were happening beforehand and one of the things they were saying is that well they get on social media and they just look at all this like doomsday stuff and then and the next thing you know, they're having like a nervous breakdown. Yeah. And I like, that's kind of what I was, um, I mean, we, we could talk about it on a light level, but like on a deeper level, you know, like that's what's at stake. Yeah. If you can't say, no, that's not true or no, that's not excellent. And no, that's not praiseworthy because there's, I was telling them, you know, if you want to get on a kick on Facebook, the algorithm will just keep feeding you that stuff. Oh, for sure. It's going to just keep feeding you all the negative. Whatever you stop on, and <clears throat> right. they're like, oh, it Reels got for sure. Yep. Yes. And so, you know, all that stuff, it'll just keep feeding you what you what you linger on. 
And um, we have to be aware of that. And if we can't, like, you know, this person did not have the spiritual discipline to say, I'm not going to dwell on that. Yeah. You know, that may be true. Like, it may be true that that's happening somewhere in the world. But I am not going to think about that. I'm going to switch my thought to something that is true. Something that is admirable. Something that is praiseworthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so there there comes a time when you may just have to cut social media off. Yep. If, if that needs to be what happens. I know that for me, there's times where I have to cut off podcasts. Be, or certain podcasts mm-hmm. because I tend to listen to a lot of like news people on podcasts. So I know if I'm starting to get really negative and my view of the country and the future of the country is starting to get negative, then I may be spending too much time listening to the news. Yeah. You know, and so I have to go, nope, not going to do that. Yeah. That's not what's important. Yeah, well, we had made the decision quite some time ago, too. It's been years. We had cut off DirecTV, but we were outside a lot. We were, we had, the buck and bull business was thriving. Our kids were outside with us. No one was watching it. We were spending the money on it. And it's been one of the best decisions we've ever made. And that was really before, I mean, like I said, this has been years ago. Um, It wasn't, Roku wasn't, like, it was just kind of, I don't know. It's for us, it was just kind of coming out. We switched over to Roku or whatever, and now that's what everyone does for yeah. the most part. But we just don't watch a lot of TV in our house. That's not um, the kids every now and then, you know, but I would say TV is a big thing for a lot of people on what they watch or what they feed on. Um, but social media is our mm-hmm. bigger, bigger issue, yeah. I would say, in music. But Cast like we are TV a house a divided. Yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. But we're a house divided when it comes to music because, like, I'm not a big music connoisseur. I'm just not. Like, I don't know. I like music, but it's not a big thing. Josh is on the road a lot. And so he lists, his, like, variety of music is so huge because he's in the truck for so long. He can mm-hmm. only listen to so many yeah. things, so many times, you know. And so um, he turns on stuff, and I'm like, this is so weird that you listen to this, <laughs> you know. But he's also in the truck a lot. But music is a big thing because, like you were saying earlier, a song will come on from, like, way back when. And it triggers thoughts. And I'm like, that is not Okay, like, do y'all want to know true story? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I remember, you know, for those of you who are just tuning in and never heard us before, if you didn't hear our story, my story, Kobe and I, my husband, were married for a year and a half. We got a divorce. We were divorced for seven years and we got remarried. Well, I don't know if you guys have ever been through a divorce, but there's like a season before divorce where it feels like like that the D word, the divorce word might come up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's like no one said it yet, but it just feels like we're, run, we're on Headed a in that fast direction. train heading in that direction. Yeah. And um, one of the things that tipped me off to like we were in a different season and we were doing that something different right now. Like there's something going on with Kobe was um, he was listening to Biggie Smalls. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. This is the end. I was like, what? Which don't get me wrong. Like I like Big Papa to a certain extent. (laughs) Like it's (laughs) Jackson. 
Jack's like, what the heck? Where, the, where is this going? But I'm Our saying music like, matters. But he was like jamming it in the car. And it was like every time I got in, that's what he was listening to. You know, and it yeah. just tipped me off to know we're not de- we're not dealing with the same mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so now I'm not saying that if you listen to like rap music that, you know, I'm, I'm not saying anything other than. No, you just have to be. It was different. Yeah. And that tipped me off to it. And the music is what showed me that. Yeah. Well, I think it goes back to everyone is so different in what their triggers are. Right. Because some people can say, well, I listen to that. It doesn't bother me one bit. Well, great. That's not your trigger. And I would say, is that true? Yeah. Well, that's why I said you have to be intentional to make sure. Right. You have to really be honest with yourself. Exactly. Because some people are like, yeah, but I'm not willing to go there. You Mm -hmm. know, and it's like, but you know yeah I'm not that's that's a hard line I'm not letting that go yeah which I'm not I mean hey this is a conversation you have with the Holy Spirit exactly Holy Spirit what in my life cannot remain in order for me to go where you're wanting me to go yeah and so you know like the Bible says there's going to be times where we just have to die to ourselves but you know music is powerful it's powerful in that way that it can drag you down but it can also bring you up yeah and I will say that one thing I do when I notice that I've like kind of maybe gotten a little bit of toxicity I've been binge watching Netflix a little too much or I've been neglecting maybe like my solitude god time and um music worship music can can lift your spirit in a powerful way like it can um it can put you in the right headspace yeah and so a lot of the times too if I want to it's not necessarily so much drop this drop that drop this sometimes to make a change you can just add something yeah that add that that addition is gonna just naturally start to push things out well um that reminds me of Kobe saying um so like if you go to where Taylor and Kobe live they have like a big barn and anytime we go over there to pick up calves, or the other day we were picking up a trailer, um, there's a radio playing with worship music. And um, Kobe had said a while back, he had told the story about that it was like everything was awry. The guys were always in a bad mood when they got to work. The animals were acting crazy. Like He was like, it just felt like total chaos. And so he got this radio, and it's kind of just located in the middle of the barn on like a table, and he said he was like turned on praise music, and he said it was it changed the whole atmosphere. The guys, when they came in, seemed more peaceful. He said the horses, the bulls, like everything Mm -hmm. in general just became more. It just gives me chills just even talking about it because it was almost like, just his presence changes things right you know and so like that music brought on a presence that changed the whole atmosphere in that Mm -hmm. barn and now it's on all the time so it's like Kobe's like I'm not willing to go back there (laughs) right no chance you know but we were there the other day and it was it was blaring praise and worship music and yeah and so it was that that story is so cool to me and it's so relevant for what we're talking about right now it changed that praise and worship music changed the whole atmosphere to where when those guys walk into that barn they feel the presence they feel the peace that's how powerful music is I remember this story that my mom I had gone on a missions trip when I was um like 14 I went to Romania with Teen Mania and um I had bought a now worship cd which is like (laughs) 
Oh, no, no. It was a wow worship, which is yeah. like now. Y'all remember those now yes. CDs, which was like the head, the, the top songs of that year. So well, funny. they did that with Christian music and it was called a wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I had bought this CD, but it was all in Romanian. So it was all the worship music was Romanian and I didn't understand any of it. But you recognized like the beats and the songs, So you mm-hmm. could sing along with it in English, but they were singing in Romanian and my mom had to go somewhere. She was by herself and she was driving at night and she said she was driving down this really dark, like, you know, those creepy roads that you drive on at night that are like, like, you know, deserted mm-hmm. and it looks like the forest is going to close in on you and your headlights make everything more creepy. It's like our road. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she said she was like starting to get like you know like fearful because it was just in a weird spot and so she said all I had was that now worship CD or the wow worship and so she put on Romanian praise music (laughs) and she said it changed like everything like she like the changed the whole atmosphere of that drive that car it gave her confidence you know and so music is powerful so it's if it's powerful in a good direction it's going to be powerful in a wrong direction so I mean that's one area of your life what are you listening to yeah what are you podcasting what movies are you watching now I'm like a movie watcher I I like movies and I will watch lots of different things but there's been plenty of times the Holy Spirit was like you need to quit like you just you're you are too much into this and so a lot of the times like I'll have to step back and, and really moderate the amount of what I'm watching. So it's not that, like, what you're watching is bad, you know what I'm saying, but you have to go, you have to really work at keeping to be at peace. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to follow the Holy Spirit. And like you were saying earlier, Keish, the Holy Spirit will lead you and he'll give you those checks in your spirit to say, hey, this isn't right. Yeah. This isn't for you get out of even to the, like there'll be times when you'll get checks and you'll be like I need to get out of this conversation oh for sure like this yeah. conversation is not noble and admirable it's not praiseworthy yeah. and so there's going to be those times when the Holy Spirit checks you but what we have to know is that if we ignore the Holy Spirit enough times he'll quit talking oh for yeah because I mean think about when you're trying to talk to like a husband or a friend or somebody and you reach out, you reach out, you reach out and they're not listening. You're just going to not talk to them. Yeah. Well, and I feel led to say, if you're the, if you're the one listening right now and you're saying, well, I don't hear him. I don't know what you are talking about. I don't get those checks. How do I get there? Mm -hmm. I want to bring you back to right here where it says in six and seven, don't worry about anything, anything. Instead, here's your list. Mm-hmm. Pray about everything, tell him what you need, and thank him for all he's done. And that, right. let's go, okay, if we broke it down, pray about everything, tell him what you need, thank him for all he's done, it leads you right into seven and says, then you right. experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. So that Holy Spirit is a guard for your heart and your mind. Right. And so it's a guard to say, hey, we no, we shouldn't be listening to that. Or no, we shouldn't be watching that. Or hey, back out of this conversation. That is the guard. The Holy Spirit is almost like a filter of Mm -hmm. we don't we can't do that. 
but it's like it's only a guard if you follow oh for sure and that's what I'm saying it's back here right here in eight you've right. got to do what it says to do you can't I've, I've heard I've sat through so many conversations where people are like but I don't hear from him what are you doing mm-hmm. you know it's it's no different than you know it's just like what who's at your table mm-hmm. you know it's what are you feeding on what are you if you're if if someone says that to me, well, I don't hear from him. Okay, well, how much have you been in your word? Mm-hmm. How much have you, you know, been praying? If you're not hearing from him, it's because you're not listening because he's talking. Right. You, know? you have to know, too, you have to trust the still small voice. Yeah. Because, you know, God doesn't often speak with, like, big grand gestures. A lot of the times it's just a check Yeah. in your spirit. And yeah. that is the Holy Spirit. And the more you follow that, the more you respond the more attuned you're going to be to that and the more confident you're going to be able to say, the Holy Spirit said I shouldn't do that or the Holy Spirit is leading me to do this. And it's those little bitty things. When you follow those little bitty things, they lead to like the bigger things. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We went into that a little bit with faithful with little. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But um, no, yeah, I completely agree that, you know, that is like you said, the very beginning of this podcast, there are steps you can take Mm -hmm. and he is no respecter of person. Right. It's not, well, you're, you've been doing this longer. You're more experienced. Yes. That's not how it works. That's a good point. Because I know when I was having this conversation with this person, they made mention, well, if I had the support They were, I was having this conversation through a third person. So it was, if I had Taylor's support system, then I could, I could have her peace. And, um, that really made me, uh, I I had compassion for where she was coming from because she doesn't have my support system. She does have a totally different set of circumstances that are much harder, but I also look back and I go, She's made different decisions in her life, mm-hmm. right? And so we say all the time, like we said, you're not going to have a good mind like just by accident. You're not going to trip and fall into a good a good mind. You're not going to trip and fall into a good life. All of that stuff is baby obedience decisions yeah. that you make in your life that lead to good things. And so one of those is we're going to practice being obedient with our mind. We're going to mm-hmm. practice the things that the Lord tells us we're going to make godly decisions and that's going to lead to godly situations in our lives. And, um, but yes, cause I wanted to say God is no respecter of persons. Yeah. He doesn't want you to have peace and someone else to not have peace. Yeah. He doesn't want you to have riches and blessing and someone else to not have yeah. riches and blessings. Now your blessings may look different than my blessings mm-hmm. and your hardships may look different than my hardships. But our reward will be the same yep. in heaven. Our our level of uh, ability to connect with the Holy Spirit here on earth is going to be the same. Yeah. So I'm like for the level of your hardship is also like the level of experience you're going to have with God. Yeah. Because he's near to the brokenhearted. Yeah. Right. Well, and it just goes to say that the word is the word. Right. The word is not different for you than it is for me. Right. It doesn't say, well, if you, well, you know, only, only this family, like the word is what it is. It's right. set in stone. What he said is true and it's true for you and it's true for me and right. it's true for her. And, you know, and so it's believing it. Right. It's walking it. in it. Right. It's practicing it. It's, and it, I just, you know, it's like we were saying earlier, all of this goes 
if you tie it's fix your mind fix your thoughts right you know and and everything you're feeding yourself affects your thoughts mm-hmm. everything right. what you listen to what you read what you it all affects your thoughts and so I was reading when when you had said that scripture and what we were going to talk about in the bottom of my Bible there's a little study section which I absolutely love and it says character and conduct begin in the mind and it's literally everything we act on and how we act out and what we do starts in our thoughts and our thoughts thought start with what we're feeding ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was our actions are affected by the things we dwell on in our thoughts. And that that goes it goes back to what I said earlier. What's down in the well comes up in the bucket. Right. You know, it's whatever you're feeding on mm-hmm. is what's gonna come out in those moments of pressure when you feel because like you said, we're all gonna feel depression at some point. Mm-hmm. We're all gonna feel like we wanna go down that hole. And it's what do you have in your um in your pocket? What do you have that you can bring out and fight with Mm -hmm. you know what are you feeding on what what word it's like David always says like if someone and I don't remember who he got this from but um and I want to say it might have been Tim Brooks maybe not you might remember once I say it but the um what are you standing on yeah you know David Morrison David Morrison, that's who it was. But it's when you're having an issue, when you start to go down that, what what are you standing on the word? Yeah, what you know? word are you standing on? What word are you standing on? What are you, you know, we can't, you won't make it mm-hmm. in the culture and the world we live in without God. And right. I, I called Kobe yesterday and we were talking and, and he said, he said, I just, you know, I don't get it. Like that people don't understand, like they won't make it. Mm-hmm. Like the devil is out to kill, steal and destroy. And he has a. And I feel like that's so evident right now. Yeah, for sure. And it's, you will be taken out if you do not stand strong, stand up, make you know, and make it a point to be intentional with right. what you're feeding yourself. And I think so much of the reason that we're seeing all that right now is because we've told people, look inside yourself to find the answers. Mm. And that's, that's a, lie. a false. Yes. That's Very not, you, you don't have answers inside yourself. No. You have more questions you're going to be confused. Yep. The Bible says that we need to look to God and then we'll find ourselves. Yeah. Search for Jesus and you'll find yourself. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. I think we could go as far as saying whatever this culture says, do the opposite. Right. <laughs> Period. Mostly. For the most part. I mean, we haven't tested that, but I probably. Mean, give me five and I'll tell you. <laughs> right. Like, we could do a whole podcast on the whole feminism movement. Like, come on. I really could. I well, let's. 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 Let's do it. We'll put that on our calendar, guys. On our calendar. It might be a few months. But right. We got we to gotta get our ducks in a row. No. Um, but yeah. I am. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about you getting it, getting a hold of it. And I hope if nothing else, when you leave this podcast, that something in you, you have those thoughts. Right. That something in you when you turn that show on says, I'm not feeding what I should be. I'm not. Right. This is not honor. This is not pure. Mm-hmm. That when you turn that, when you turn that song on, this is not this is not praiseworthy, right? you know, or that when you're scrolling social media and you notice what your feed looks like and something right. in you says, this is not who I want to be. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And so my prayer and hope from this podcast is that you have that still small voice in you that we helped you recognize that to become more relevant and louder in your life, right. you know, and that you say, 
that's not who I want to be. Right. But I'm excited. I'm excited about what's to come. Register for SFL. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. See y'all.